Welcome to Eurofile. My name is Kate Walker. And I'm Catherine Rory. Hi, Kat. How are you doing? What's up this week? (laughs) I'm good. Mm -hmm. Um, FYI, people, there is a little bit of construction going on next door. Hopefully, it will remain quiet. I don't know who in the fuck let people (laughs) do construction on a Sunday, but shame on you, and I hate you, and I have a word. I want to have a word. (laughs) But yeah, I'm good. It's been Uh a lovely week of laying Mm -hmm. out at the beach, Mm -hmm. great meals, Mm -hmm. your friend, lovely friends visiting. I'll let you talk about that. Um, Mm -hmm. So we went out for a great meal. It's just been really nice. nice. Yeah. How are you doing? I feel like we've been so busy and today is like the first day we can like catch our breath. I mean, we had one of the most amazing meals I've ever had. We went to Felix which this chef, Evan Funke, I think that's how you say his last name, he studied hand-making pasta with, like, Italian nonas, and every single dish was phenomenal. Yes. Oh, my God. The Amalfitana pizza was, like, a lemon... Oh, no, no, no. Lemon (laughs) pizza... The Aperol Spritz, they make their own Aperol, so it's, like, no red dye or whatever. Yeah. Incredible. And it tastes yeah. exactly like an Aperol. Yeah. And it then, was great. oh, their Sicilian focaccia, you guys, <gasps> it tastes like a cloud. It was airy. so airy and yeah. crispy yeah. and gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Yeah, flaky sea salt. I know. Mm-hmm. And then the best, maybe, tiramisu I've ever had in my life. And yes. it was wow. I can't even recommend this <laughs> restaurant. We went at like 5 p.m. It was, mm-hmm. you know, like early birth special. <laughs> it was amazing. amazing. Yeah. But yeah, so we had a great week finally taking a breath and mm-hmm. recording. Mm-hmm. And so should I just dive into our topic? Yes, please. Okay. okay. All right. This week we are going to the UK, England in particular. Okay, great. We're going to talk about Bond. James Bond. <laughs> oh my god, this is really fun. <laughs> How fun. I know. Yes. I, needed, I needed sort of like an easier topic because I feel like we've had a kind of a crazy week. So I'm like, <laughs> I just need something to like, that's fun, easy to research, and a crowd pleaser, you know? Yeah. Sexy, steamy. Sexy. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> So the James Bond series focuses on a fictional British Secret Service agent created in 1953 by Ian Fleming, who featured him in 12 novels and two short stories and just like multiple films. Okay. And I'm going to do a little background on Ian Fleming. Okay. Perfect. I don't know a thing. (laughs) So Ian Fleming was born May 28th, 1908, Gemini. Okay. Gemini. Love. And he was the grandson of a Scottish financier, and he just came from wealth. Okay, got it. Banking family, you know, wealthy. Living it up. Yes. So he went to Eton, which, you know, this is really insane wealth. wealth. Okay. Yeah. It didn't really go too well. He, you know, was bullied, didn't have a great time, wasn't very academic, more like into sports, but didn't have a great time there. Okay. So, and his lifestyle at Eton brought him into conflict with his housemaster who disapproved of Fleming's attitude, his hair oil, 
his ownership of a car, and his relationships with women. <gasps> Ooh, <laughs> he sounds fun. <laughs> his hair oil. I don't oh like it. Oh my god. <laughs> and he, so then he like was sent to a few different schools around Europe. Like oh my he god. thought he was gonna get. Yeah, he thought he was gonna get into a career in the foreign office. So his mother sent him to this like school in Austria and it was run by this man who was a former British spy and his wife was a novelist. There he improves his language skills, like learns German, you know, and then he goes to Geneva and studies at the university there. And that's when he starts a romance with Monique Penchot de Botten and the couple were engaged. And his mom was like, yeah, no, that's not happening. (laughs) <laughs> and breaks them up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Wow. This was in 1931. Okay. So then he applied to get into the foreign office, but failed his exams. He's a party so, boy. Yeah, womanizer. Yeah, yeah. He can't take an exam. <laughs> yeah. So his mother, again, intervened. She must have been, like, a very helicopter-ish mom yeah. or something. And so she contacted Sir Roderick Jones head of Reuters news agency and then he was given a position as basically a journalist helps to be connected yes and then I think he got pressured by his family and were like you need to get into the family banking business like yeah of course so now in 1933 he goes to be a financier and then he eventually became a stockbroker and he was very bad at those things so yeah in 1939, he begins an affair with Anne O'Neill, who was married to the third Baron O'Neill, but her name is Anne Charteris. Mm-hmm. Like, nay, Anne Charteris. Okay. And she was also having an affair with the owner of the Daily Mail at the time. Oh my fun. God. Ooh, she's okay. fun. Juicy. <laughs> also in that year, in 1939, Fleming was recruited to be an assistant to the Rear Admiral John Godfrey. And apparently he was, like, quite a tyrant, and Fleming was, like, became indispensable to him. Very organized, very good administration. Well, he finally found something he can do. I know. And he had the code name of 17F. And so this is, like, where we get into, like, code names now. Got it. We're getting into it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Fleming's biographer was, like... Yeah, he had no obvious qualifications for this role. Like, he didn't, he wasn't really qualified for this. Like, I don't know how he got it, but here we are. Okay. You know, he excelled. This is where he finds his pace, his speed. Okay, got it. He even wrote several, like, memos and, like, operations and did, like, research. Okay. They eventually became missions and operation memos and, like, stuff like that oh. in World War II. So he oh, was oh my God. a lot of, like, intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my so, God. Just randomly. This, you need to be, like, a genius to get into yes. And he just fell into it. Wow. Yeah, okay. he fell into it. And they trusted him because his admiral boss... Liked Loved him. him. He eventually worked with Colonel Wild Bill Donovan. I just wrote the Wild I Bill. kept that name in. <laughs> and he was Franklin D. Roosevelt's special representative on intelligence in between oh. Anglo-American okay. like, relations during World War II. Whoa. They invited him to come to the U.S. They invited Fleming to come to the U.S. 
And they together wrote the blueprint for the Office of Coordinator of Information, which would be the CIA. Oh so my he God. like helped organize the oh CIA my God. here, basically. Ooh, yeah. that's so cool. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I would have okay. no idea. I know. He's just an author, I, I would know. imagine. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, we can see these parallels between like mm-hmm. Bond and, you know, yeah. Fun. But um, <laughs> he really fancies he does, himself. He ex- yes, as he a doesn't hot exist. Spy. Yet. Yes. <laughs> okay. There are many other things he was involved in in World War II. Very interesting career. That was like a whole bigger thing, okay. and I just didn't want to get into. It. I didn't want to get into it, but like whatever. Amazing. <laughs> So, um, in 1942, Fleming attended an Anglo-American intelligence summit in Jamaica. So, Jamaica oh. was part of the UK at that time. Right, and okay. despite constant heavy rain, he decided, this is it for me, I want to live here. Oh! In 1945, after the war, Fleming built a house named Goldeneye in Jamaica. Oh, okay. And he <laughs> did name a novel, a Bond yes, novel, yeah. after Goldeneye. In 1945, he became the foreign minister for, like, a newspaper group. At this time, he, like, oversaw the whole paper's, like, network of correspondence. And so he somehow finagled himself into (laughs) having a a three-month vacation every year in December. And so this is when he would go to Jamaica and then write another Bond novel every year. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Fun. Okay. So, what a life. Are you kidding? I know. Ugh. Crazy. Rude. So after, Anne, so we're going back to the affair with Anne Charteris. Okay. Okay. So Anne Charteris's first husband dies in the war, the Baron. And then, okay. so she's like, aren't we getting married? And he's like, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wants to stay a bachelor. Always yes. thought he would be a bachelor. Got it. But she's like, all right, Bye. And married the second Viscount of Rothermere. But their affair continued. Oh, of course. The the D was too good. (laughs) (laughs) She would go and visit him in Jamaica and say she was visiting a friend. Like a mutual friend. Oh my god. This is But like she would just go and stay with him when he would go in December (gasps) for like those three months. The husband must have known. Oh, well, yeah. So then... He, like, was, you know, found out, and then they got divorced. Okay. And in 1948, before her divorce, she gave birth to Fleming's daughter. It was a stillborn. (gasps) Really, really sad. Oh, awful. And I know. So she eventually got divorced in 1951, and then she became pregnant again, and so... Fleming and Anne got married in 1952. Oh, okay. I, did, I really didn't see that coming still. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, he signed I up for the bachelor was... life. Okay, I'll talk about it a little bit, yeah. how he felt about it. Okay. But like, I think he was like palm sweating, you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was during this time when she was pregnant, he created Bond. James Bond. Bond. Okay, hot. Yeah. <laughs> and Bond is an intelligence officer in the secret service known as mi6 and his Mm -hmm. code number is 007 which we all know this you know yeah fleming created bond based on an amalgamation of people he knew okay the war and you know from his life Mm -hmm. and he admitted that it was a compound of like secret agents and commando types 
okay that during the walk got war. it and his first ultimate novel, alpha males yes yeah yeah no beta get the fuck out no of here. no no um, no and Fleming wrote his first Bond novel in 1952, and it was Casino Royale. Got it. Okay. Big so hit. The, yes. So the name James Bond came from an American ornithologist, which studies birds, if no okay. one knows that. I was I like, know. what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> he published a book about birds in the West Indies, and I guess Fleming must have had it or something, because he was also a bird watcher oh so he says it struck me that this brief unromantic anglo-saxon and yet very masculine name was just what i needed so a second james bond was born oh my god how Mm -hmm. flattering Mm -hmm. how fun so he said when i wrote the first one in 1953 i wanted bond to be an extremely dull uninteresting man to whom things happened I wanted him to be a blunt instrument. When I was casting around for a name for my protagonist, I thought, by God, James Bond is the dullest name I ever heard. (laughs) That's good. And then in 1964, it said Bond gave the real-life Bond a first edition copy of You Only Live Twice, signed to the real James Bond from the thief of his identity. Oh my god, this is so fun. I know. <laughs> and so his looks come so j- fictionalized James Bond. Right. His looks come from an American singer, Hoagie Carmichael. What? Who yeah. is that? <laughs> I'll show you a picture. <laughs> okay. And it just looks like, you know, a 1950s clean cut, dark hair, yeah. dark eyes, smooth gentleman. Like, okay. He's handsome, but are you going to be like, yum? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. He sort of looks like, I almost want to say like Humphrey, like younger. Oh. But like more slick. Got it. Okay. Humphrey's like a little rough. Yes. Kind of like yeah. a blank slate. I guess, you know, yes, could totally could blend in. supposed to be, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. In Casino Royale, Vesper Lind, who's a character, I'll talk about her. She says, Bond reminds me rather of Hoagie Carmichael. There is something cold and ruthless. Oh, okay. And then someone else says that Bond is certainly good looking, rather like Hoagie Carmichael in a way, that black hair falling down over the right eye, much Mm. the same bones, but there was something a bit cruel in the mouth and the eyes were cold. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Scary. He sounds Mm. much more intense. Yeah. So... Like I said, Bond is an amalgamation of people he knew, like mm-hmm. Fleming knew, but yeah. also, you know, to, you like, make it about yourself. Too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he gave him a lot of his own traits. Like they shared the same golf handicap. <laughs> okay. They liked scrambled eggs and like the same kind of toiletries, I guess. Okay. Whatever. Funny. His, so like love of golfing, gambling, and he uses his you know, experiences from his, like, espionage career in World War II. Okay. Even in the books, he uses names of people he knew, like school friends, acquaintances, lovers, relatives. Oh, my God. If you knew him, you'd be, like, dying. Like, am I going to be in the next book? Like, please let me be in the next book. (laughs) I know. And then, so, one of the people that Fleming may have also used in his, like, amalgamation was... John D, a 16th century astrologer, mathematician, and advisor to Queen Elizabeth I, and mm-hmm. he would apparently sign his letters to her, like to Her Majesty, with 
007, meaning what he had written for her was for her eyes only. Oh, I was going to ask what 007 came from. That was what that came from. Okay. Okay, so the first five books, Casino Royale, Live and Let Die, Moonraker, Diamonds Are Forever, (gasps) and From (laughs) Russia With Love were received with rave reviews. Okay. It did really well, but then once Dr. No was published, he received a lot of criticisms. Oh. He did not take this well. Oh, I'm sure. Some magazine reviewer called the novel, without doubt, the nastiest book I ever (gasps) read. (laughs) Ooh, I mean, sounds fun for me. I know. (laughs) And then they said that after these, like, various bad reviews of yeah. Dr. No. Fleming went into a personal and creative decline and he was like having marriage issues, you know, yep. attacks on his like work life's work. Yeah. And so he's not the says, personality type to take criticism well, no, I can imagine. No. You know, me either. <laughs> yeah. I can't take any <laughs> no. criticism. Sugar coated only. <laughs> and it said like that Ian's moods of weariness and self-doubt were beginning to reflect in his writing. And you can see that in Bond's thoughts through his, like, next consecutive novels. Yeah. So I want to talk about some of the themes that some of the James Bond books and films and all, you know, that series Mm -hmm. they discuss or talk about or touch on. The first theme is Britain's position in the world. So... After World War II, you know, Britain has this, like, inflated Mm -hmm. and increasingly insecure self-image. So this is sort of like this flattery. This is like trying to, like, show Britain still has a place in the world. Okay. Interesting. There's one line in one of the books, and it says, When Bond admits that in England we don't show teeth anymore, only gums. So it's like... You know, they were an imperial power before World War II, and it's sort of, like, declining. Right. People are, like, in a bad place, but they need to be seen as, like, you know, Bond is, like, this solid figure. Yeah, yeah. Right? British figure. Yes. And he can do anything. He always wins. Yes. He's always the best. Yes. And, like, so British. Like, he, Mm -hmm. you know, loves an Aston Martin. He loves, like, (laughs) a Savile Row suit. You know, he's, like very very british mm-hmm. okay so and then like the effects of the war so it's like an antidote to again an antidote to britain's post-war like identity because yeah. they're rationing food at this time and you know and coal and yeah all the, and all london was and bombed to yes. hell like horrible i know and so he's just like this figure that shows strength got it right now and comradeship so periodically in the series of like james bond types of friendships arise and this basically i'm only going to talk about male allyship okay we'll discuss women Mm -hmm. later right so basically he like forms bonds and allyships you know he's not a really touchy yeah touchy feely figure but (laughs) it has to be someone with the same goal as him Got it. Like, ally. Yes. And one of the times that Bond shows, like, true remorse and sadness is when one of his allies, male allies, dies or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, like, the first time we see him that he's not, you know, stonewall. Stoic. That he... Yeah. Yeah, is stoic. Exactly. 
I won't say the same thing for like women. It's not the same, but I will discuss. And just some other tropes that they discuss is like good versus evil, the traitor within. Like, do we know, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, can't trust anyone. Who's who's the, yeah, Anglo-American relations. And Mm. so it's like superficially dedicated to showing Anglo-American support against communism at this time. Okay. But they're still times where it shows like they show disdain for americans and like anglo-american Got relations it. basically yeah. so it's like oh james bond is the one giving americans orders he's given you know like Got it. they're yes. the submissive ones yes okay yeah just really interesting i don't know yeah. just you know it's very british okay so i'm gonna talk about a few bond men okay bond. oh yeah. good <laughs> pierce brosnan Yes. Sean Connery, Daniel Craig, mm-hmm. Timothy mm-hmm. Dalton, Rob Holness, George Lazenby. I'm Roger starting Moore. to not know who these people are. I don't know. And I think we're done with everyone I know. Oh, <laughs> David Niven. No, okay. And then um, I feel like this is like series TV. Got also it. Also film. Yes. Who is your favorite Bond, do you think? Okay. I was going to ask you this. I have only seen the Daniel Craig. Really? I've seen them, some of them like once, like it's okay. not on my radar, but they're fun. Yeah. I would like to see Sean Connery ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the vibe that I'm after. Yeah. Okay. What about you? So I love Bond and I do watch it. <laughs> okay. And I have seen maybe all of them as far as like films go. Right. Sean Connery, most beautiful to look at. Most beautiful yes. voice. Yeah. absolutely a bond misogynist i mean we'll talk about misogyny but like those films are kind of hard to watch as far as like misogynistic oh, a little bit like very dated racist yeah yeah oh, okay so you know there's tropes of like asians and just not yeah. being shown in this, or just any other race really i don't know and those older films maybe before pierce brosnan and Pierce Brosnan was, like, in the 90s, I think. Yeah. They're just corny a little bit. Okay. Where it's, like, too machismo and it's, like, ew. You yeah. Know? Okay. Whereas so the newer should I ones... not watch Sean Connery? Okay. No, you should. Absolutely okay. should. There, there <laughs> okay. is a scene where he had... There is... I forget the movie. I want to say it's Dr. No. And it's with Ursula Andress. And she's in that fucking bikini. Oh. <laughs> and um, they're in Jamaica... He's in a blue terry cloth romper. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh my god. Bring it babe, back, guys. Babe, Bring it back. Short, like a three inch inseam. <laughs> delicious. <Yes>. Um, Hot. <laughs> yum. I know. I can't. And like that hairy chest. Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> okay, so I love Pierce Brosnan. I I'm mean, a fan of his. Yeah. I love Sean Connery. Delicious. I love Daniel Craig. Like, Me too. I'm a fan. He's yeah. a babe. Yeah. And he's good at it. And so you, believable. Like, that's and I him. Like that, yeah. And I like that they show him, like, fuck up stunts and stuff. Like, Bond. Yeah. And I feel like it just makes it a little more real. It's, like, not so Mission Impossible where it's, like, too slick. Yeah. You know, it's, like, a little more real. Okay. So, let's move on to the Bond girls. Yes. That's okay. what we really love. Yes. So a Bond girl is a character who's like a love interest or just an ally, companion. Bond girls, like, I don't know 
what his deal was, but Fleming loved to have names for Bond girls that were like double entendres or puns, such okay. as like Pussy Galore, Plenty O'Toole, Xenia Anatop, and Holly Goodhead. They aren't. <laughs> They're really putting it out there. Yes. Like, they're not trying to, like, subtly make a pun. Yeah. They're like, they're like good head. Yep. Pussy, Pussy galore. galore. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, I my know. God. So, like, this double entendre, like, double meaning, whatever, started mm-hmm. with Vesper Lind. Because you've seen Casino Royale, right? Yes. Daniel Craig's first one. Okay. Yeah. Vesper Lind was intended to be a pun on Westberlin. And oh. it's supposed to show her, like, she was, like, a double agent yes. at that time. Yes, got yeah. it. Okay. It, I was like, whoa, oh, that's that so is, fun. Yeah. I know. All the women, I feel like, they can't be trusted, you know? Like, what is that about? Yeah, you never, you, yeah. You, you never, never know. I mean, there are some women who are, like, innocents. Yes. And Bond just takes advantage of that. Yeah. Especially <laughs> in, like, earlier ones. But, okay. like. Yeah, so there's no really set rule in what kind of person a Bond girl is. Okay. Um, she may be an enemy or an ally. She might be pivotal to, like, a mission, or she might just be there because she looks cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so some female characters, like Judy Dench. Yeah. So she's, like, not really – she plays M, which is James Bond's boss. Yes. And – She's not really a love interest, but sh- and she's not like really a Bond girl, but <laughs> she's in the realm. She's a Bond dame. If yes, you will. Bond dame. Good. <laughs> you know, Bond girls conform to like conventional beauty. They're yes. all male gaze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they possess splendid figures, tend to dress in slightly masculine, assertive fashion, wear little jewelry. So there's some variation in dress, though. Like, Bond girls have made their initial appearances wearing, like, evening wear. Yes. Like, their bra and panties. (laughs) Um, And on occasion, naked. Oh, yeah. So. Hello, there she is. Real thing. (laughs) Yes. And a lot of the Bond girls have been, like, had an independent job or a career. And especially ones that were seen that were deemed inappropriate in like the 50s so she's like a little bit of like a independent she doesn't fucking conform to your standards yes yeah and and they're like sassy and confident and everything Uh about about them is like oozing okay i will say the newer ones do a great job as far as like showing female empowerment but like before No. They were there for one purpose. They were there for, like, yes. Mm-hmm. To get it in, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, there are some ones that are fun, and, like, they were, like, enemies, and there's, like, sexual tension, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's fun. okay. <laughs> so the inspiration for the Bond girl prototype yeah. was Fleming's one-time lover, Muriel Wright. Oh. And... Client, mm, mm, mm. undemanding, beautiful but innocent, outdoorsy, physically tough, implicitly vulnerable and uncomplaining, and then tragically dead before or after marriage. Okay. And so Wright was 26, exceptionally beautiful. And when she and Fleming met in 1935, she was like a talented skier, rider, polo player, independently wealthy. Wow. And she was a model. So like, God. fuck? You yeah. know? Who can be these standards? All like, those things. Yeah. yeah. And she was 
implicitly devoted to Fleming. Uh, of and course. Even though he was like repeatedly untrash, can't keep his fucking pants on. Yeah, not even and, for her. Um, who, who? No, I know. For who, who then? Is, who is the the model pet? Like put this goddess on a pedestal. Yes. Type of woman. Yeah. And then she eventually died in an air raid in 1944. <gasps> so this is oh. yeah, yeah. So this is before he even started. Oh, writing. Thinking about his yeah bond. Okay. He called her too good to be true. Ah, uh, yeah. Sad. I know. So as of 2013, I think it was, there have only been two films which James Bond falls in love with a Bond girl. Okay. The first one was On Her Majesty's Secret Service in 1969. The role was Countess Tracy DiVincenzo, which was played by Diana Rigg. I don't know who she is. I okay. have to look her up. And she marries Bond but is shot dead. After of course. their marriage, yeah. Yeah. And because, the you know, he was, needs to have this, like, inner oh, he needs anguish to, be to, like, act on. He needs, yeah. he needs conflict. And he's going to yeah. take it out Revenge. on the commies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kill the commies. Or was it bomb the commies? We yeah. love funny drama. Okay, so the second Bond girl that he falls in love with was Vesper Lind, who was played by Ava Green in Casino Royale. I think it was in 2006. Oh, Ava Green. I yeah. Def- when I saw this in 2006, I had no idea who she was. No, I know. Yeah. She was in The Dreamers. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. In the movies, it's never really explained why, with the exception of these two women, it's never really explained why Bond's love interests are like gone in the yeah. next movie. You're yeah. just like, where did they go? And like, everybody's <laughs> just gone and he just moves on and he's a piece of Start shit. Start again. Yeah. I know. In the novels, he does like address more of okay. like breakups and, and yeah, got it whatever i guess with films it's just easier to just like eh, new movie whatever. yeah <laughs> and so some famous bond girls are ursula andress in the bikini the, the bikini you know mm-hmm. she has like a little knife she's like yes yeah. <laughs> um grace jones i don't know I who think... that is wait what you do you do she's okay. like this beautiful i think she's American model. She was like six feet tall, like really cool. Okay. And Ava Green. And then Naomi Harris as Money Penny, which is like kind of like Bond's assistant, but she's oh. so she's newer. Okay. In like the Daniel Craig series. And then Jill Masterson in Goldfinger. And she's the one who's nude, painted gold on the bed. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then Sophie Marceau, like our you know, adorable French actress, mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Yeoh from Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, She's okay. the mom. Yeah. In Crazy Rich Asians. Denise Richards. Yes. But of course. And <laughs> Hallie fucking Berry. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. I need to see that one with she her. She's my ultimate Coming out of the water. girl, I think. Babe. Yes. Yeah. Her name is Trixie, I think. <laughs> or no, Jinx. 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 Okay. Yeah, or Jinxie. Jinx. I mean, there are so many more, but these are like fun yeah. ones, you know? Yeah. Eventually, you know, we're winding down Ian Fleming's life. And mm-hmm. he was a heavy smoker and drinker and eventually mm-hmm. succumbed to like heart disease in 1964. I think he was okay. 56. Oh my gosh. And yeah. yeah. And he passed away in Britain. He wasn't in. Jamaica. Oh, okay. And so some he had some 
books posthumously published and other people have, you know, done video games, done, you know, yeah. Money Penny series, like done different Oh, okay. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, only one I think was, you know, like sanctioned by like the Fleming estate. I I'm not even going to get into it. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. All right. God bless them. And I hope <laughs> they make money. Okay, so some fun facts about okay. the series. So, Roald Dahl, the author yes. of, you know, James and the Giant Peach, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, wrote the screenplay for You Only Live Twice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. A children's In- book author. Yes. <laughs> and Ian Fleming wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> <I'm not kidding. laughs> How'd that come to be? You he know? wrote it for his son. He was sick. He was like convalescing and he wrote a children's book for his son. Oh my God. That's yeah. fun. And Roald Dahl wrote the screenplay for Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. So they must have been buds. They must have known each other or yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. So then a little bit later, I'll talk about Quantum of Solace. So okay. in Quantum of Solace, that's Daniel Craig because it's from 2008. And he was driving Aston Martin. Or, well, he wasn't. It was a stunt driver. I guess the car lost control and he went into, like, Garda. <gasps> so he, like, escaped fine. But it was, they were, like, it was, like, so, oh my God. Like, like, the movie. Yes. Like, it just went out of control and just went into, like, Garda. <gasps> yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. And then, yeah, and so Daniel Craig has done all of his stunts, except for this one. Mm-hmm. And, um. That's so During impressive. his, like you know during his i think that's why he was like yeah i'm really fucking done with this series this is literally killing me because he's what probably at least 50 now older yeah so can't do that (laughs) you know contributing to his like numerous bond injuries was like during casino royale he knocked out two of his front teeth (gasps) i remember hearing this yeah yes and then he sliced i guess he he sliced a pad off of one of his fingertips and then got soldiers shoulder surgery so i think he's just kind of like this is literally physically so demanding demanding. and i can't do this anymore we're done here and this is my last one i'm excited for his last one when does that come out well i think it's this year okay who who's Uh, the girl in that but who who knows doesn't he end up with a girl um, um, she's oh French. God, she's French. I'm seeing her face from from mm-hmm. blue is the warmest color. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen yeah. these movies once, and I just remember her, and I'd be yeah. like, "Oh my god, that's her! She's so cute." Yeah, I know. I love her gap tooth. Yeah. Okay, so some fun quotes. Okay. Quotes. Yes. Oh god. <laughs> Good. Um, let's start with Bond. James Bond. Yes. Iconic. Yes. Classic. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Yes, that is, that's so funny that I forget that that's from Bond. Yeah. Why is that people who can't take advice always insist on giving it? I mean, attack me. Yeah. Stop <laughs> attacking me. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> okay, and then this is funny. Um, <laughs> there's one that says, I thought Christmas only came once a year. And it, there's a Bond girl, and her name is... <laughs> Christmas Jones. Oh my god. That's really good. I know. And who plays her is Denise Richards. (laughs) That's hilarious. I know. It's like he needed to do that line, so that's why he gave her that name. Like the pun came first and then the name. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. And then 
Oh, I travel. A sort of licensed troubleshooter. Um, and then another one. I always set. I always enjoyed studying a new tongue. Oh yeah, you did. my god, that is so good and, and same. Fucking love it. I know. <laughs> okay, and then I'm gonna end with this one. Okay. My dear girl, there are some things that just aren't done, such as drinking Dom Perignon 53 above the temperature of 38 degrees Fahrenheit. That's just as bad as listening to the Beatles without earmuffs. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, lessons we all There's need to learn. Some Thank you. That just are not done. <laughs> Simply illegal, you know? know. You'll face his wrath. I know. If you drink a warm Dom. Oh my I god, know. that's really good. You know, but I'm all for the luxury. Give me a book. Me too. Give me a movie where there's some luxury I know. shit going on. Give me a yacht. I know. Give I me know. a tropical locale. Gambling. Yeah. Cars. So fun. Yes. It's the best. Tuxes. Monte Carlo. Yes. You know? Evening gowns. Jewelry. No, caviar. Diamonds yeah. are forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you, what is your favorite bond theme song if you know it oh god like, if you have one i just remember that adele did one and i remember that sam smith did one and i yes, love the sam was... smith one oh, he yes. won the grammy for that i mean um, i mean I an oscar adele adele too won, i think the shirley bassey diamonds are for i feel like that one something oh and then good that's i mean um, christine song that is like diamonds the iconic... are forever yeah think about if you think of uh or like gold finger you know <laughs> Or, oh, the Billie Eilish. She was oh, she yes. the last one. Yes. Yeah. I Amazing. Love my favorite one. I know I love, like, Shirley Bassey cannot touch yeah. icon synonymous with James Bond. Mm-hmm. As far as, like, new ones go, I love Adele. I love yes. it. I love Skyfall so much. Yes. Yeah. You know what's another fun thing that I love about the Bond movies, well, the few that I've seen, are the, mm-hmm. uh, the credits, the opening credits. Oh yes. They are so mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. I love Always how they with the are the gun like, and the barrel. And, yes, yeah. and like the silhouettes mm-hmm. and yeah. like the geometric so, like sixties, yes, fifties. So yeah. fun. Like so fun. you settle in and you're like, ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. You know? And you know exactly like dun dun <laughs> Yes. I love that. Who's <laughs> number one fan over here? I know. I love James Bond. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean, I'm a bougie bitch, and I love anything that shows wealth. So I'm here for it, <laughs> yes. and I love it. And, you know, I do think they're trying to be less misogynistic. I mean, it just kind of comes yeah, series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can enjoy it for what it is. What a know. fun ride. It's just There's, a thrill. What a fun ride. I know. Mm-hmm. Fun. Well, yeah, that was so amazing. That, my that was really fun. Topic of James Bond. <laughs> that I need to get into it. Like time for me to get into it. It's so you fun. Know, we have on Solace, Skyfall. Great. You Let's watch. Yeah. Okay. okay great. Fun. Movie night. Do you mind if I dive into my topic? Please. Yes. <laughs> okay. So this is very lowbrow <laughs> oh and, hell yes okay and if like if you're someone who doesn't care about juicy random celebrity gossip then this is your time to tune out for you <laughs> <laughs> okay tunes in immediately yeah, yeah. you know sits closer <laughs> 
And like, don't ask me details because like, I feel like there's a million questions you could ask about this and I'm just giving the surface, but okay, it is great. excellent. This is like tabloid, British tabloid oh juice. Oh my God. Fun. Okay. So I've never heard of this person, but okay. I'm sure every English person does. Anyone who cares okay. about football probably knows oh. who this person is. Okay. So we're going to chat about the Ryan Giggs affair and scandal. I'm sorry, what? I don't know anything about this. <laughs> I know. So this okay. is about 10 years old. Oh, so, God. I live for this shit. Like, me too. Little tangent. I'm sorry. I'm already cutting off. So <laughs> I love, like, I've been to, like, you know, a world, a few World Cup games. I've been to, like, yes, you know, Euro Cup games. Do I know gossip before going to those games? Do I know that French football player had an affair with a sex worker and they were paparazzi yes yes i do yes. know that that's the stuff do i know that pamela anderson dated one of the <laughs> very cute french football players yes i do i do do i know how many goals they hit this season no absolutely no. not i don't know that <laughs> no. i don't care about that me neither do i want to watch them do i want want do i want to watch cristiano ronaldo run around in his tight shorts yes i yes, do of course yeah. there is nothing like a football game like, you know, I will cheer for the entire Spanish national team. <laughs> yes. <Hotties>. Fuego. Hotties. <laughs> I saw a game I, and I was like in like a VIP section in England uh -huh. and it was so fucking fun. Like I love I know. that stuff. I know. Me too. Like such good energy. Yeah. And then you have your own seat and you're not getting jostled around, which I enjoy. Yes. So, yes. I agree. Absolutely. <laughs> The only sport that I want to watch, to be honest, that, that I would be, like, down for. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so let's dive in to the Ryan Giggs affair okay, and scandal. Great. Sorry, I just went on a huge tangent there. <laughs> it's okay. Um, okay, so who is Ryan Giggs? Let me tell yes, you. who is he? He is was he cute, a footballer. Okay, yes, I think he's cute. I mean, he, he is, like, older now, but, like, okay. I'm not dying for him, even young okay, him, wait, but, like, attractive. Like, look it up. We'll share him on instagram for sure is he a, is he from wales yes he's cute he's like a good looking yeah he actually he's like a fine wine he actually looks better now oh really i disagree mm. anyway whatever okay so he was a footballer for manchester united who also went on to like briefly coach for man U as well okay you know what are my sources tabloids <laughs> oh, oh, yes. So according to Sun, Daily Mail, <laughs> we have Daily Mail and we have Mirror. So according to oh, a Mirror okay, tabloid, yes. as of this Absolute month, literary <laughs> geniuses. What would we do without? <laughs> they get the scoop. So he, quote from this month, an article: mm -hmm. Cardiff-born Ryan is still the most decorated player in English football history after spending his professional career at Manchester United and briefly serving as the club's interim manager in 2014 so like okay. i don't know how we don't know who this if he is if he's the okay. most decorated player in english football history okay. whatever okay. so he had a six-month affair with a woman named imogen thomas while mm -hmm. he was married to his wife stacy and imogen was miss wales in 2003 and was like a big brother a contestant okay. cute gorgeous yeah, brunette adorable. Okay. And so, like, you know, she was like a personality, a model, well known. Mm -hmm. And of course, Passion Bex. He, yes, exactly. <laughs> he was very well known as well. And he was known as like 
he had like million made millions in sponsorships and like uh-huh. his shtick was family man so oh. here he is having an affair honestly I, too wholesome don't trust you yes I exactly yeah <laughs> And then after, you know, I, I don't know the details here, but like either the affair ended, whatever. Mm-hmm. He allegedly spent 150,000 pounds on a high court injunction gagging order um, to like not have any information released. Out. Like it was trying to be settled in court privately. Oh, okay. But the silence all fell apart due to a Twitter campaign because people <gasps> figured it out. Like, who, Imogen was having an affair with someone. Who was it? They figured out Uh it was him. And that camp, so like that campaign ended it. Um, Also because an MP in the court outed Ryan Giggs in parliament. So like, oh my God. Juicy. This is messy as hell. Okay. And he was trying to get this gag order because it's like, can be issued by courts to protect people's privacy and to like prevent harm. So like, you know, insane football fans could have been coming for Imogen and stuff like that. And she was heartbroken because she like thought that this, he was in love with her, but he is just a piece of shit. Piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Imogen's fine now. She has, she got remarried. She has two daughters, two daughters. She's She's doing doing great. Okay, good. Is this the end, you ask? No. No, no. That's just the beginning. Okay. So, also in 2011, this this is fucking crazy. It was revealed in 2011 that Ryan was having another affair synonymous with Imogen. That was only six months. Oh my God, honestly. Okay. Who was he having an affair with? (gasps) His sister in law. No, <laughs> for Brian, eight why years. Are you so messy. For eight messy. years, they were seeing each other. Oh my god, that's gross. Yes. So Ryan was thirty-seven. His brother Rodri was married to Natasha. She was twenty-eight. So since she was twenty years old, wow. they were having an affair for eight years. And so, so gross. Ryan Giggs meets Natasha out on the town on a night in 2003 mm-hmm. while his wife Stacy who was then his fiance was pregnant with their first child no 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 so messy so fucking messy I so like messy. what a piece of trash yeah and it is believed that Natasha and Ryan began their affair before she started dating his brother ew so, ew yes, I know ew <laughs> so oh. like like she met she they probably met and then like not long after Ew, she met his so brother thirsty i know Ew. so like I, just two I awful she's people like it's kind of like close enough to like my perfect man yes and yes yet, yeah yeah Ew. i know when she she said that when she found out that he was also seeing imogen thomas that she was devastated and I was like, these people are just trash. Delusional. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, okay. Like, yeah. You We've know, I have no words. Relationships too. Yeah. You know. And she was like, not only was he cheating on Stacy, he was cheating on me. And I was just like, I can't with this delusion. <laughs> yeah. Also, I love the Daily Mail because they made sure me to too. include this it's detail, so and it, they mm-hmm. said, Rodri, who she cheated on, or she yeah. she cheated on him. Yeah, with Ryan. Rodri is a failed footballer who served a prison sentence for attacking a fan with a water bottle. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Thanks, 
for the details. They're Daily so Mail. fucking petty. They're so petty. No they stone left unturned. They will remind you of someone's dirty laundry from like 1981. Yes, yes. You know? And then Rodri and Natasha stayed together for six years after this. And I was like, literally how? Honestly, Rodri, get some self-respect. I know. And then they divorced in 2017. What about Stacey? What's happening They They divorced. I I don't know. Like, I imagine she got a shit ton of money. Yeah. And and got Ain't no prenup. I know. Mm Mm-mm. And then, like, the last thing I'll say is... Get those footballer pounds, Millions. Millions. Like, I hope Uh that that's what happened to her. And then um, the last thing I'll say is, according to articles, like, not even Ryan's mother talks to him anymore. Like, (gasps) it is, like, the divide in the family, and, like, they're, like, fucking done. Yeah, I mean, he's the one who was in the wrong. Yes. Yeah. Roger and Ryan don't talk. That's it. That's, That's really, really sad. Yeah. Just I know. Like Trash. I was you know, I was doing this and shit. I was like, this is so juicy. Then I was like, do I do it? I don't know. Because like, it's just like really sad and everyone's yeah. awful. But like, juicy. Okay. Well, at least hopefully she got her money. Stacy got her money. Yes. Yes. And, and Ryan, I mean, it, piece it of looks shit. like Ryan is probably doing fine. I think still. he is. I think he's like, owns he's got a good jawline in his hair. You know, yeah, it's he's doing fine. No woman is gonna want to date him though ever again. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That is wag culture. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I forget there are some people who are willing to put up with that. I think it's two thirds. It's like basketball. Yeah. Girl. Yes. Yeah. Thing here. I I wish that that was his fate. It doesn't matter. I wish that no one wanted anything to do with him again. But I mean, he's like decently good looking. He has his hair and like he probably he's famous and probably still has money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, that's the goss. That's some football goss. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fun. Yeah. That is fun. Just some silly. That's that's the kind of shit I need to know. I know. I know. Me too. Okay. Even though it's 10 years old, like... I know. <laughs> Whatever. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, should we what? dive into recommendations? Yes. What do you have um, for me? So I balled out a little bit. Like, I did, <gasps> like, a tad little ball out okay. on skincare. Oh, good. And I got Biologique Recherche P50. Oh, delicious. Like, just get it. Just get it. I need to try. Okay. I know. Okay. So remind okay. me... What is this supposed it's to like do for you? It's like an exfoliating lotion, and it oh. like makes it's just like smooth. Like I've used it once, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> Great, now I need to buy this I luxury <laughs> product for the rest of my life. <laughs> I know. So I I've only used it once, but I really like it, and I'll just continue to use, to use it. But maybe I'll talk about it later and say like if I like it still. But yeah, <gasps> good one, good choice, it good does thing smell to splurge bad, on. I will say, but oh, because it's like doing work it smells like it you know it's like medicinal but it doesn't smell good (laughs) (laughs) it's more closer to the garbage spectrum of things (laughs) but that's why it works i don't know know. wait what's it called again biologique recherche p50 okay great lotion Mm -hmm. go try Mm -hmm. it people biologique Mm -hmm. um sponsor us 
Even I though know. Kate says it doesn't smell not like garbage, no, but they not know. good. That is not, that is not something that's new. That is okay. like something I was very well aware of. And I was like, here we go. Like, yes. I know it will smell weird, but like it's a sacrifice. Yes. Yeah. As in not a sacrifice at all. I just <laughs> throw it on my skin and then put something else on. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Luxury. Mm-hmm. Want it. Yeah. Love. Mm-hmm. Um, my recommendation this week is another hot show that we watched a couple weeks ago called Beecham House. Oh, no, 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 Honestly. Why? Why did it have to do that to us? Yeah, there was one. We won't go into details because we're oh nice. God, it's set. But there's one set, aspect it, that we didn't yeah. like, but we got over it no, because everyone is delicious. Superficial. <laughs> Don't even. As I just hell. don't want to sound I know, like an awful I know, person. I won't talk about it. Okay, we're just superficial. It's fine. But um, yeah. So it's let set me tell in you, India. Two snacks and it's yeah. Two hotties. We got Tom Bateman, Leo Suter. We love them both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote down in my notes. We can't great femurs. <laughs> they love. <laughs> Like they're, they're so tall. tall. They're good in their fits in the britches. Yes. They fit in no, the harem those pants. Bridges, those britches fit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well tailored britches. This is like so desperate for like this is like at the end, hopefully, at the end of like quarantine and it's like our last We can foray into the real world. Love affair. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. These guys. And it, it takes place in India. And so it's like beautiful. Gorgeous. So and they beautiful film there houses, too. And it's costumes. Beautiful. Production value, high. Yes. They threw money on that. Thing. Unfortunately, and it will not be re- renewed for a second season. But you know what? It's nice as it is. It was, you know, they kind of tied it up in a bow at the end. So the only thing I'll miss is the gorgeous locations and the gorgeous men. Men. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah. Gorgeous women. And the, oh my God. Honestly, I was like, wow. Yes. Stunning. Stunning. Like, we need to see more movies and TV shows with some of these actors because they were just beautiful. Sign us up. I know. Yeah. Like, strong women you know Mm -hmm. didn't deal Mm -hmm. with this like english gentleman shit you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it was nice it was nice to see fun i loved it especially for a period piece where you don't really get that i know same all right okay Um, oh my god oh i have a word of the day oh good (laughs) it's a word we all know but it's inspired by uk because you've been saying it lately and it's also inspired by hot girl summer 2021 Mm, um mm. shag (laughs) yes just a shag just a shag just everyone have fun be safe (laughs) and get your shags in while you can (laughs) wait do you want to say what it is i mean to have sex know. <laughs> no i know yeah but it's like it's like hookup I, I feel like yeah, it's... i like that but it's like you know it's sex but i like like here you can say like you hook up with someone which is kind of like vague depend- it can be yeah, whatever vague. and then you can say you fucked someone and that's like too strong you know yeah that's not the it's vibe. like too full-on and then yes. you can be like yeah it was just a shag and like that is like fun yeah and like light and yeah 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 totally i agree mm-hmm. perfect word 
I know, that so like fun. us Americans should use more I know, often. We need we need like a little like it's like a softer blow. Yes, but yeah. you know exactly what it is then. Yes. Yeah. Yep. No yeah. need to ask. Like yeah. more for more details. Like you get Do it. Do you fancy a shag? Yes. <laughs> My, my dad will not listen to this. It's fine. <laughs> my mom will, and she'll be like cringing. <laughs> but anyway, uh-huh. yes, everyone enjoy your summers. I hope they're full of shags. Hot girl summer, hot boy summer. <laughs> yes. You know, hot people summer. Hot people yeah. summer. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And thanks so much, Kate, for that right, really everyone. fun topic. I'm going to go watch a movie right now. I know. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for that mini juicy ass topic. You're welcome. That is exactly what I want to know. I'm going to tell tell my friend Peter to listen to this because yes. he will like it. And He'll he know probably exactly. knows all about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. So great. Thanks for listening, mm-hmm. everyone. We'll Give us a review. You next week. Oh, yes. Follow us on Instagram. Please. We'll, you know what to do. Link everything in the show notes. Yes. Do it. Do your thing. And we'll. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Ciao. Ciao.